Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by Yahoo Sports. It's the middle of March, which means the madness is almost upon us. Are you ready, Tate? Yes. I'm ready. I can feel it. As soon as you know who's in and who's out, head to Yahoo Sports to fill out your free bracket for a chance to have America's best bracket. This year, that bracket is worth $1 million. And remember, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be the best. That's my philosophy of this podcast, by the way. I don't have to be. I don't have to be perfect. Just better than you two. And then uh, I think that's R.J. Barrett's philosophy yeah, on how right. he plays the game. <laughs> right. Somebody is going to be the closest. Somebody is going to win. It might as well be you. So join the rest of the country for a chance at a million dollars. You're going to be filling one out anyway. You might as well use Yahoo and have a crack at one million dollars. State. Remember, there's no wrong way to fill one out, except for not filling one out at all. So sign up for Tourney Pick'em and get started. Go to Yahoo.com/slash Best Bracket to get picking. We are also brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light. Folks, did you know that not all alcohol products are required to list their ingredients? That was news to me. Bud Light is changing the game. They believe that we deserve to know our beer's ingredients, so they put an ingredients label right on their packaging. Bud Light, brewed with hops, barley, water, and rice, no corn syrup, no preservatives, and no artificial flavors. Find out what ingredients are in your beer. Bud Light, enjoy responsibly. Kyle, you were reading the Bud Light... uh, the Bud Light label at the dark room on Twitter, right? Didn't you? Uh, you did some some spawn. He can't answer. He has Bud Light yeah. in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's the gist of it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Good answer, <laughs> yep, Kyle. Something like that. Uh, it is. It is Thursday night. We're recording this fresh off of uh, the Duke win over Syracuse. Um, the, the plan is to put this out Friday morning, and then everything will be irrelevant in like six hours when the games start again. Uh, it's conference tournament season time, Tate. A lot of people say this is better. The the the, the I get a handful of these tweets every year. Is like, hot take. I think conference tournament week is better than the first weekend of March Madness. And I'm like, you're an idiot, but I do like conference tournament week. It is awesome. Do you think anyone that's ever started hot take colon yeah, has right, had anything right. good to say ever? Uh, I, I, as I was watching though, I was I, I it just hit me like conference tournament. So what a great idea. We we take these things for granted. It's just like a tradition that at the end of the season, then you have a conference tournament. Whoever came up with the idea of like having all these teams go to one thing and have a tournament day after day. <laughs> what if day after we day, just do it twice? Fantastic. Oh, we yeah. make a lot of money in the postseason. Yeah. How about we just do it again just with our conference? <laughs> right. Perfect. It's like, it's like the day of giving. Just have two <laughs> yes. days of giving. Have two conference so all, tournaments. <laughs> all conference tournaments starting from the Purdue Day of Giving back yeah, in uh, right. 1798. Uh there's been a there's been a lot of stuff that's happened. Um there, there is a Gonzaga lost. We're we're just gonna get to it. Let's just dive right into it. We're there. there we, I made a list. The structure is is this. Uh, we sat down. We we're trying to prioritize like what's the most important that's happened between what was the last pod Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday and Friday. Mm-hmm. So the the major and that was a lot about bag moms. Yeah, so yeah, it was it was probably right. a lot less college basketball than you expected. So uh, we we were trying to prioritize what do we need to talk about, and then I made a list, and I was trying to prioritize, and I thought it's all kind of important. So uh, we're going to try to get to everything on my list right So let's here. do what everyone else does. All right, Zion. <laughs> All right, well, we will get to Zion, but first, Zion. He takes the timeout. Technical They're foul. Timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, Tate, you said it in the opener. Uh the, the nation, the college basketball world was just, they lost their minds. A, a thick boy, a man who has captivated this country, a man who people cannot stop talking about, is back. I'm talking, of course, about Buddy Bob Huggins. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. All the above. West Virginia beats Texas Tech. 
what the hell is going on in the Big 12 tournament? West Virginia beat Oklahoma the other night where Oklahoma steps on the three-point line at the buzzer. Mm. Uh, Oklahoma guy hits, hits, I forget who it was. Uh, all these games are blending together in my mind. Steps on the line, hits a, hits a game-tying three to send it to overtime, except his toe was on the line, which is like you might as well just airball it because that's got to be the worst feeling. Um, West Virginia wins that game. Then they beat Texas Tech, a team that was probably the best. I mean, they they won, they shared the Big 12 with Kansas, um, but they are, or Kansas State, I'm sorry, uh, but they were probably better than Kansas State, the best team in the Big 12. West Virginia, who's not the best team in the Big 12. Far from it. They're still alive. And, and Bob Huggins tweeted it. Bob Huggins put it out there that uh, we're not dead yet. It was an old uh, video from back in the day when, you know, I can only, I, I don't even know what era that was, but it yeah. was a, a time of the past where he, you know, put that out to the world. Uh, we are not dead yet. Bob Huggins, Huggy Bear. I don't know. It's the cardiac pack I thought was going to have a chance when NC State had, you know, good momentum against Clemson. I was thinking of a nickname for the Care Bears, maybe. I don't right. know. I don't know what they're doing uh, with Bob Huggins, but uh, they think tend to win these games. It's addition track. by subtraction. Uh, I haven't been paying super close attention to West Virginia. Uh, as you know, we 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 typically pay attention to the good teams on this podcast. Uh, We're waiting for Kanate. Beetle Bolden transferred. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't know if they lost other guys, but man, if you're Beetle Bolden watching this, you're like, "Fuck, was I was I that bad? I was holding back that badly." <laughs> he left. Am he I le- to blame? He left the team, and now they're winning. They're, that would be awesome if they if they pulled a, a 2008 Georgia and won the the conference tournament. We we that's the only time I remember ever seeing that happen, where like a really really shitty power conference team. Uh, won the won the conference tournament and um, made the NCAA tournament because I want to see like like what seed would West Virginia get a fifteen a fourteen yeah I think it's a thirteen or a fourteen is a major conference what are they eleven yeah. seed in the tournament or twelve seed in the Big Twelve they're tournament? ten yeah because there's only ten in the yeah. Big Twelve well yeah. I mean yeah damn right. that's right yeah. <laughs> feels like it feels like a 12 seed. Uh, congratulations, Bob Huggins. It's good to have you back. Um, I'm sorry to say I just jinxed you by even mentioning it. And uh, who do they play tomorrow? I don't know, but you've you've distracted me from the. They whole play point. Kansas. They play Kansas tomorrow. Which who just if beat Kansas, Texas? So, hold on. If game, Kansas yes. wins the Big Twelve tournament, is the streak alive? Can we, are, are we gonna Are we gonna tweak it and be like Kansas has won a Big Twelve championship? Well, then we every go to the Duke philosophy for, where the tournament matters more yeah, than the regular right. season. There, there you go. Then it happens. It's a blue blood philosophy. Right, speaking of point. Duke uh, and speaking of thick guys, Zion, yes. your thoughts. <laughs> I got so distracted. I was so locked in on all things Zion Williamson. Then I got distracted by, the, you know, the Huggy, the Huggy Bear, Bear and then both of them in my head at the same time. Uh, and Zion at the age of Huggy Bear, maybe putting a gif out to the world at some point, coaching a team. That'd be great. Uh, Zion Williamson is back, folks. Everything that was reported on this podcast was a lie by me. Mm-hmm. I said that he would sit out possibly for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. That's something I've been told. And that was the regular season. And we know that this is now a different season. This is a new season. Zion Williamson bounced back. No shots missed in this game. Had about 15 steals, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Um, and looked like he had never been hurt before. He's on phase seven of his yes. four-phase recovery. Uh, I think that they just let him sit out to just work out and prep and get right. ready. Like, he's he just did been look, practicing really hard. He did look... Uh, he more did, ripped than he usual. He did look more ripped. Yeah. yeah. One less C. We saw the uh, we saw the warm-up shots of him in the tunnel about a thousand times. They did and, a split screen during yeah. the Carolina game. They're like, you don't need to watch what's actually happening on the basketball court. Watch Zion warm up. Zoom in on Zion Williamson's mm-hmm. shoe. Is it going to explode <laughs> as he takes a step? Uh, uh, no, it didn't explode. Okay, how about this one? How about this one? Because no, Nike, Nike was so worried about his foot exploding a shoe again that yeah. they sent people down, scientists, I'm sure. Science. The, the scientists came in and gave him his own special shoe. Um, but he's just an amateur, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Ooh. I, yeah that's, that's, How come Zion gets a special shoe? I don't and know. Syracuse is Nike. Why don't they get the special shoes? Let's figure it out. Put a little flubber on the bottom Let's of Zion's Let's see who the real shoes. family is at this point. Dude, he's so good, though. You're such a hater. No, it's, I love Zion. You, you... 
you showed me your text with your with your boys talking about like this this jerk off session that ESPN has with Zion, and you were getting so annoyed that they were showing him in the tunnel. And Zion heard you, and he comes out and doesn't miss a shot. He has like seven highlight dunks. Your thoughts? The jerk off <laughs> continues. <laughs> uh, Stay tuned. Uh, 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 Duke did not play particularly well. Like this was this was crazy because. Uh, it really did like highlight that this like they've they've been not that great without Zion obviously mm-hmm. and then he comes back and they're good they're still a good team but like Zion's doing everything it's wild how my favorite graphic came back which is Zion Williamson insert points rebounds steals whatever rest of team yeah. insert way less of whatever Zion Williamson has uh, which that was a great return for this game and uh, I mean R J Barrett had his dunks he had his moments mm-hmm. uh, oh he'll, that, he'll always get his dunks and his moments that's Zion worry. basically set oh, they, they did yeah. the hockey assist like oh and Zion with the hockey assist uh, they throw it back for the big R J dunk at the end of the game it's as if Zion understands the ego and the mentality it's like he's coaching out there to say we got to keep R J happy yeah because I'm doing everything else but we just got to make sure R J happy what was what was the statement that Zion put out today I, I really love this because it was a it was like double middle fingers to the the NBA holes as Sal calls them mm. where he he I'm paraphrasing but it was like basically all of you that wanted me to sit out uh sorry not sorry I'm back basically it was it was great I'm I'm so glad that he like said it that way because it really was like hey assholes that are trying to get me to be your martyr and change the NCAA and remind me that I'm jeopardizing millions of dollars. Um, Nike I, already told me I got yeah, millions of yeah. dollars and here's my new shoe. Guess what? Uh, the reason I didn't come back for the Carolina game, we were still negotiating my deal with Nike. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, signed, yeah, sorry. And then I signed the deal right after the <laughs> Carolina game and now I'm good to go. And now, so like, I... Yeah. I, now no check what happens, new things to me. You I have, know, it just should be a Nike check and now it's a real check. I have Thank $48 you. million dollars guaranteed no mm-hmm. matter what happens from mm-hmm. here. So I'm good. It's all good, baby. Let's do this. Uh, They're calling it an insurance policy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Did uh I, I didn't tell you this. This is breaking news mm-hmm. on this podcast and life in general. Um, speaking of Zion, I just found out that I have a wooden award vote. I'm not kidding. Hey. I'm not kidding. You like that guy? Congratulations. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Through some back channels, uh, I got a wooden award vote. Now the question becomes, how quickly can I lose my wooden award vote? Do you think I've already lost it? Do you think like the the people that gave it to me heard me bring it up on this podcast and they're already like they paused the podcast already and they're sending me an email saying we take it all. You got to vote for Brad Calipari. Yeah, just so know, he gets one vote, and that's like Throw how you end the there? beef. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. uh, it's uh, that's how it's over. This is a horrible, horrible idea. Um, that's surely going to backfire for them. Uh, but but for right now, I have a wooden award vote. It's true. One I, Wildcat gets wooden wooden backing, and yeah. then it's Brad Calipari, Mark Titus. You do this. This is this is my pitch. I have so I feel like I have so much power because I really could do that. Like I could I could change the course of history. Like what if what if Zion? I, I'm the one guy that keeps Zion from being unanimous as the, the, the national player of the year because I vote for Brad Calipari. I or, could do that or bus cut Brad. I could do that Just and then like Brad. and then like in 50 years they're like uh, you know uh, when people are comparing was Zion Williamson or Anthony Davis the better one and done people will be like well Zion did not go unanimous and it's all because of me because I fucking trolled the whole thing. <laughs> Makes you think and it's all about away games when yeah. people ask you why you didn't yeah, right. yeah. play enough away games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to Graham Couch. Uh, um, so, uh, uh, Zion. <laughs> Back to Zion. Back to Zion. North Carolina Duke tomorrow. Yes, round Zion three. Zion Williamson is playing but it, in but the But technically game. round one is what Technically round one. <laughs> yes. The first round without an asterisk will be happening. Uh, <laughs> Luke the people, May here's, here's the question. Here's the question that everyone is asking right now. Uh-huh. 
where will you be when this game is played? And where will I be when this game is played? And will they be in the same location? Is the Titus curse in effect? This is the test. This is the real test. I had to fly back to Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, to if I had it. not gone to that game, Zion Williamson would have played and Carolina yeah, would have lost. Yeah, we would have watched it together. That's what would have happened. That yeah. is 100% how it would have played out in this alternate universe. Uh, but in the Milky Way galaxy that we live in, I will say this. Uh, this is all setting up to be exactly like 2017, which Carolina... Lost to Harry Giles, who had the best game of his season. The the game that you now, when you see the Kings and you're like, oh, how did I not see that Harry Giles could mm. become such a good player, great passer, uh, show his athleticism? What well, all happened in one game, and that was in the AC tournament when Duke beat North Carolina in the semifinals. Guess what's happening tomorrow? <laughs> Duke is playing North Carolina in the semifinals with mm. Zion Williamson at full health uh, in a game that I think Coach K... That's why he was so good guy and gung-ho about this Saturday night matchup because he didn't even want to win in the Dean Dome. That's why he was so upset in Cameron. He just wanted to win in Cameron Mm -hmm. in front of Barack Obama and all of his friends. He doesn't want to win regular season games. He wants to win postseason trophies. And he loves neutral site games. So he wants to be at this neutral site in Charlotte. He He loves the idea about, you know, I won five straight AC tournament championships. Five. Five. Okay? Five. So that's what he lives for. This is the moment. This is when it will happen. And it's setting up for all this. And I just want to say this up front. When Zion Williamson does something supremely athletic to Luke May, I will not be a part. I will not be privy to that conversation because I have been saying all along, we know what Luke May is. And we love Luke May. We love the way he we loves love him, the game. But, however. It's, like, it's just like Tim Duncan. Like, you know, we don't want, like, if J.R. Smith dunks all over Tim Duncan, you're not going to be, like, making fun of Tim Duncan yeah. saying he's a terrible basketball player. Just be like, yeah. Different, different kind of styles, right, you know? Right, So don't do that to Luke May, because Zion's, I mean, this could be a Danny Green, Greg Paulus-type moment tomorrow. Right, And if right. anybody's going to get that sort of treatment on our team, I hope it's Shea Rush. <laughs> well, so... I hope it's not Luke May. To answer the question, folks, I will be watching this game with Tate tomorrow. Yes. Uh, uh, adjust your bets accordingly. And you, you might be asking yourselves, well, if the Titus curse is real, why did North Carolina beat Louisville today? Then? Did not watch. And the answer is... We were actually supposed to watch this game together. That's mm-hmm. why Tate was so nervous. It, we, he was going into this. He was like, he, he was texting me. He's like, we're definitely losing to Louisville. It's definitely happening. And I'm not even mad about it. We need more rest for the tournament, whatever. Um, we were supposed to watch the game together. I had one. Willing to pull a Mark Few. Throw yeah. the game. Yeah. We're going to get know? to Mark Few in a second. Uh, I had one errand to run during rush hour in LA. And I missed the entire two hours of the basketball game. I didn't watch a second of Carolina Louisville. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm transparent. I'm letting the people know. I can't watch all these games. I had like one thing. I had to go three miles across town and it took me two fucking hours in LA traffic. And then by the time I got back, uh, Carolina had already won. So the Titus curse is still alive mm. and we'll see what happens tomorrow. What was the last Carolina game that we watched together? It was Kentucky, right? It was it in was Kentucky December in, uh, in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. Yes. And they got stomped. And before that, it was Texas, Texas. and Vegas. <laughs> and then no, and like UCLA, and then UCLA that doesn't, doesn't count. count. They were yeah. not a real team. Basically, the fact that UCLA covered in that game was them winning well, the game. That tells you how bad UCLA <laughs> and the Pac-12 is, is that they are so bad that they couldn't even, I, like, I gave them the tightest curse love, and they still couldn't even Yeah, win. that's so a 15-point like, plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I gave you the 15-point the, the tightest curse So Carolina beat league. UCLA by 40 points if yes. you factor yes. in the tightest factor in this whole thing. Uh it is going to be the greatest test of all time to see what happens tomorrow. But I'm yeah. hoping that we've gone so far the other way yeah. that maybe. I mean, I did learn a lot today about Duke basketball in general. It what is, did we learn? Uh, it's Duke is spelled Z-I-O-N. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that is, it is a one-man band. 
And sometimes when Swiss Beats doesn't show up, things don't happen for the Rough Riders. You know what I mean? Ooh, it, yeah, it, I get that reference. I get that reference. I get that it might reference. not work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, R.J. Barrett's DMX. He's just throwing out everything. <laughs> Do whatever it takes. Yeah. You're just like, man, calm the f*** down. You know? <laughs> Pass it. But Zion, I mean, if 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 he can, I don't know, I don't know what I can say other than the philosophy of the past that we've used before here on this podcast. Double the man. Yeah. Just double him. Yeah. I don't know with whom. Right. But double the man. Uh so what about Carolina though? Uh what what did I miss in the Carolina Louisville game? Kobe, I saw Kobe White. A team that did not numbers. even play that great was able to beat a team that waxed him at one point in the season. Hmm. Which is why Carolina to me, they're playing like a Carolina team that will make a deep run in the tournament. Granted, they have not played. I feel like Zion Williamson actually will will be similar to when Carolina played Blake Griffin in 2008. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Oklahoma yeah. game where it's just who one forget? guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, can, who can forget? No, I seriously remember. Oh, who yeah, can, yeah. yeah. Like, Blake Griffin ended Tyler Hansborough's life. Yeah, exactly. It was over. I think was like that, at that, that point. That is what Luke May is going to look like that tomorrow, and that's what I want to say. It's yeah. a difference in style. I mean, he's going to yeah. look. Like I remember watching Tyler Hansbrough, I was like, Tyler I was being serious. Terrible. Who could forget that? Like, like I, I vividly remember thinking that because I was a dumbass at the time. Yeah, and I remember this is watching when Tyler Hansbrough was the Tim Tebow of college. Yeah, basketball. I was like, he was Tim Tebow, and you're mm -hmm. like, I mean, obviously Blake Griffin's better, but it is college basketball. And like weird things happen in college basketball. Like for God's sakes, Jalen Brunson was the best. I mean, for player God's sakes, Luke Heron Goatee like, is a, a yeah, star. Like Luke Heron yeah. Like this is why we like college basketball is because it's not about who's the biggest and strongest always. So this will be interesting to see what. Oh. And he's dead. Yeah, it's a, it's a different level. <laughs> and Tyler Hansborough just died from Blake Griffin. Yeah, it's like Taylor Griffin like yeah. throwing alleys off the backboard and right. Blake Griffin's like catching behind his head and throwing it down. So I feel like that's what we're going to see a lot of tomorrow with Zion versus uh -huh. his team, which will be really interesting because I, I don't think it's ever been that way where Duke is the team with the supreme Are athlete. You, so Duke, if Duke wins by 30 and Carolina gets a two seed and Duke gets the one, uh, are, are you like fine with this this the way the if if you the the 2018 19 season rivalry between Carolina and Duke are you are you fine saying like we still won on this season because we beat them twice we beat them in Cameron we beat them in Chapel Hill we're still better than them or no are you nervous about that if you don't bring your soldiers to the front line I mean what am I supposed to do except for there you do what's do what has to be done you're gonna be the one guy that's still like fighting for I mean yeah sorry I mean he didn't show up to play we was only he was only on phase four back then as Roy Williams said they prepared for Zion every single time yeah that's true they're preparing for the Warriors tomorrow yeah that's what he said the post game he's like I'll play the daggum Golden State Warriors I'll play the Duke Blue Devils I'll play daggum whoever the hell I gotta play except for Jim Beheim. Oh, man. Uh, we brought up Gonzaga losing to St. Mary's. Let's talk mm -hmm. about that a little bit. This was... West Coast basketball. West Coast basketball. This was uh, this was something, was was what it was. They beat St. Mary's by 48 mm -hmm. earlier in the season. Gonzaga did not even score 48 points in this game against St. 47. Mary's. Uh, it was basically... St. Mary's basically said, uh, Zach Norvell, Josh Perkins beat us. And they said, no. And by St. Mary's, you mean Mark Few said... Hey, guys, yeah, exactly. shoot your shots tonight. You know what I mean? Have a good time. Go out there, do what you got to do. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe it's a night where you guys can shoot us into a win mm -hmm. because our conference needs some cash. Yeah, they do. That's they're, what America's saying right they're now. Gonna have they're, more... they're pointing fingers at Mark Few, and they're calling out the Izzo. They're, they're pointing to the fact that maybe he could have thrown this game. Oh, manufactured adversity. Yes, of course, because it is the West Coast Conference. And even though the West Coast Conference has had a good year compared to, say, the Pac-12, mm. 
Maybe they are the face I of think West Coast. I saw. At this I did. Point. I did a quick Pac-12 uh, just because they were doing the promos during the games. I actually wanted to watch, and they mm-hmm. chime in. They'd be like, "Folks, stick around. We still got Oregon, Utah tonight." And I was like, "Nah, I'm good. Thanks anyway." Uh, but I did do a quick like update because I, I we actually didn't do a Pac-12 update on Tuesday like I like to do. Um, I did a quick update. They're saying that the Pac-12 is probably getting two teams in, which is kind of disappointing. Like if you're the Pac-12, you just want to bottom out, just completely bottom out. Um, that's the only, you know, I've said it before on this, yeah, on tank. this podcast. Tank for Zion. The best foundation is rock bottom. That's the best foundation to build on. Just go all the way down, tank for Zion, and uh, go from there. But I think they're going to get two in. It would have been so much better if they only got one team in, and it was Washington. But What if oh a well. power conference could then tank, like in the, in the top five power conferences, then get to pick one of the, like the top five recruits has to go to the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a Pac-12 gets to draft R.J. Barrett. Or the you number get, one player in the country. You get to pick like a program to join your conference. Yeah, <laughs> they get a, then they get to bring Gonzaga in. I guess I guess they already could bring Gonzaga in. They just don't want to. Yeah, Gonzaga's no. like, why would I leave the WCC? We, what are we talking about? Still West Coast basketball. We're talking about West Coast. Okay, yeah, uh, we're lost G- in the Gonzaga. Uh, this game actually, I, I know we were talking, we were joking about Gonzaga losing on purpose. St. Mary's kind of did play a perfect game. Um, I'm not going to overreact and say that that this was the formula to beat Gonzaga. Whatever it was, Gonzaga couldn't hit threes. They didn't make shots. You got to make shots to win. Um, but this was less about Gonzaga sucking to me and more about like St. Mary's just playing an absolutely perfect game. They controlled the tempo. They play great defense. Towards the end of the game, Gonzaga kept like coming back and St. Mary's was hitting those March Madness shots. Those uh, Ali Farouk Manesh just throw it up at the shot clock buzzer and it goes in. You're like, what the hell? And it's just one of those nights. And I think like Dickie V even said that. He's like, those are the shots you got to hit, baby. That's a Farouk Manesh. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? Dickie what? V? Say that again, Dick. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I was really impressed with St. Mary's. They they were, everyone well, is was there saying. Any cha- the, the only takeaway from any of this is basically, is there any chance that Gonzaga is not going to be a one seed? No, right they're now? still a one seed. Exactly. I, I don't think it actually matters. And, yes. and not only not only are they still one seed, they're still the one seed in the West. There's, so like it, it literally, the only thing that it changes is they're not getting a, a postseason, they're not getting the WCC trophy in their trophy case. And they already have like 20 of them. So they're probably cool with not. And as we long. pointed out on the uh, Sleeping Giants podcast of how that all played out, how they were able to become the Dons, mm. not, you know, little pun there, but how they were able to become the Kings, I should say, of the West Coast Conference. What was the conspiracy so they, theory I had? Like the guy who took over at San Francisco and then basically nuked their basketball program. Was he was a Gonzaga grad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So like he, was, <laughs> he was a plant. He was a rat. That was, that was great. That was yeah. a good one we had. It was yeah. the departed. Uh, what else, what, let's see what else is on the list. Can we talk about the... Um, can we talk about the Titus Bowl real quick? Yes, Ohio please. State, Indiana. I don't know if you watch. You have your it. Ohio State it. sweatshirt. on. We're supposed to be on camera right now, so everyone can see this. But uh, I will point We're it not. out to the public. <laughs> We're yes. not. We are not. I'm yes. still looking at the cameras. When Kyle I'm is naked. Uh, Every time I make a good point, I still look at the cameras and point and give a yeah a little, a little gun, finger point, little yes. finger gun at it. Um, so Ohio State, we 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 build a 20 point lead, uh, and then Indiana <laughs> comes back and. I about shit my pants. It this, sounds this like would have been, every Indiana game this year. This by the is way. every yeah. yes, and kind of every Ohio State game. It was like it was not a good basketball game. As it turns out, Ohio State, when we have our leading scorer and leading rebounder playing for us, we're a much better team. Mm. Uh, the last three games without Caleb Weston, we were horrible. But yeah, coming into this game, this was an elimination game. This was like basically a play-in to the play-in of the NCAA tournament. Winner's probably getting a bid. Loser is definitely going home. Um, loser leaves town. Match. Mm. Uh, so Ohio State builds a 20-point lead. Indiana comes storming back. And then I just want to bring this up because I need I need some clarity on this. Someone asked me how I felt about the call or no call or what the hell happened. 
So Ohio, Indiana cuts the lead to two. Ohio State's taking the ball out under our own basket. Uh, we got to go the length of the floor um, to score. Indiana's pressing. Andre Weston's running the baseline, and he kind of slips and goes to fall down, and he throws the ball in as he's falling down, and then Indiana fouls, and Ohio State ends up winning. I, I can honestly say I've never in my life seen this happen in a game where a guy who's taking the ball out of bounds falls down. And then Archie Miller was losing his mind saying that's a travel, but he, he could move, you know, on the baseline. Like he was allowed he to move. Run, yes. So is he allowed to fall down? I don't know what the rule is. Like, are you allowed to fall down if you can run the baseline? He got rid of the ball before he did fall down. So it's kind of a moot point, but it, it really did get me thinking. I was like, what if, what if you're taking the ball? Are you allowed to sit down as you're inbounding the ball? I don't know. It, that has to be the most deflating way yeah. to ever turn the ball over. Dude, if you, if you <laughs> would have... trip over your own but feet that's what, that's as what, throwing the ball in. When it happened, <laughs> I mean, as it was happening, my the, the everything was flashing before my eyes because as I said, this was not just like uh, uh, a weird event. It was also like you you do this, Indigan hits a three to win, and now Ohio State misses the NCAA tournament. And like that play is the season that you, you trip over your own feet and cost yourself a shot at the NCAA tournament. That would have been... Or Brutal. what? If, what if there was a play where Grayson Allen had tripped someone as they were trying to throw it mm. in subtly, so no one saw it? Frank they, Howard, they the tripped. new Grayson Allen. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. That was the other thing. <laughs> Frank Howard is now the face of tripping after <laughs> putting his foot out for Zion Williamson, who completely just stepped right over it as if he never saw it in the first place. Everything was fine. Jay Williams was, you know, hyped up. Hold at this on. Point. It said Coach K had a statement. I actually see this. Uh, we we recording this right after the game. I didn't I didn't get to hear his press conference. He he said that Frank Howard is a piece of shit for tripping people. <laughs> And he said, you would never see that out of one of my players, is what he said. That's interesting. Suspend him indefinitely, is what, he's, <laughs> is what he's demanding. Suspend this man indefinitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ohio State won. Uh, I, I, I want to bring it up, not because, I don't know. P- people are asking me, who do I cheer for when Ohio State plays Indiana? Always Ohio State. They won. They're marching on. We play Michigan State tomorrow. We're going to play Michigan State tough. We're going to lose by seven points. That's my prediction. 69-62. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good game. There's going to be about... Five and a half minutes left. We're going to be right there, down by three. And you're like, oh, we, we got him. It's going to be sixty four, sixty two. Cash yeah. Winston three. Uh, can we can we spend like throws. can we spend like two minutes talking about Indiana though? Because I, I do think personal bias aside, I do think we should uh, acknowledge just what a shit show this season was for Indiana and how just disappointing. Um, we've brought it up before as it was happening, as they were going on the losing streak. We talked about the problems. We talked about the injuries. Uh, just how they can't make threes to save their lives, and that kind of is all of their offensive problems, or they can't shoot, so teams don't have to close out to them, and then they can't score. Um, but no matter where you want to point the fingers, this was an absolutely disappointing season and inexcusable from Indiana, and I just wanted to uh, to vent about that. And I wanted to point out that we were in Bloomington, and we walked yeah. around the entire uh, campus, uh, and we were, you know— I know that I bought into the fact. I'm sure freezing cold takes would yeah. agree with that. They put it out. I said Indiana yeah. was back yeah. before the season. They were yeah. they were you know putting that out to the world. They kind of were back in the non conference though. And it was because I was believing good. in the yeah. Romeo Langford journey where he's just going to get better over the year. He's going to end up being that primetime player. And I'm not. And that's not to say that Romeo can't be that in the future. But as we know, with the system that is currently built in, he is going to go to the NBA. Right. And we're never going to see that. He would that. jeopardize Which millions is- of dollars if he came back. <laughs> Yeah, which is what Zion was saying was not true. So that's interesting that right. now other people yeah. are saying that, but Zion says yeah. it's not true. But it doesn't matter. Romeo Langford, I feel like in one more year, it's like, what is Indiana building to? Are we trying to be a one and done factory with guys like Dude, Romeo Langford, or are we trying preach. to bring in the the three year guys that we're going to mold to be like a cash like a Rob Winston? like a Rob Finnessy, the point the freshman point guard? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is preach, dude. This is this is Indiana so, basketball. So what since, is the identity? This is Bob. This, since Bob Knight has left, this is Indiana basketball. 
they don't have an identity. You're, you're, some, half the people want to be the, the night is dark. Half the people want to get the the three star kid from Indiana who's going to be there for four years. The other half are like, fuck that. Let's just go national and try to beat Kentucky and beat Cal at his own game. And then they do something in between, and that's how you get a team with Zach McRoberts and Romeo Langford on the same team. And they're looking at each other like, where are the yeah. other five stars that yeah. I can play with? I wish I could be with, you know, R.J. Barrett yeah. and Zion and Trey I Jones. will say, uh, I've been I've been hesitant to to blame Arch. I love Arch. I played for Arch. Great guy. Uh, but good as guy. we know on this program, calling a guy a great guy is never a, a good sign. Uh, he, he does have to shoulder a lot of the blame because all the injuries aside, uh, the expectations, he's, he was kind of given unfair expectations, just like how much, no matter what Romeo Langford did this year, he would have been a letdown based on the hype because the man was hyped like no no person coming out of Indiana since Damon Bailey probably. It was unbelievable how much this man was hyped. Uh, so I understand that, that Arch was put in a tough spot with all that. But at the same time, if you watched Indiana throughout the season, as you as you said with Romeo Langford, you thought he would get better. You thought like, and he, he was good. Not- he was very, very good this year, but he just kind of, he never turned that corner. Like he always, like today he was not good. Nine points, yeah. Not good at all. Mm-hmm. He was getting locked down by Ohio State's guys, uh, which I didn't have much of a problem with today. But um, <laughs> he, he just kind of looks like he's just out there floating around. And when he's scoring a lot, you're like, well, I guess it's just his demeanor. When he has days like today, it really, really pisses you off if you're an Indiana fan. Meanwhile, like all these other guys, they have a handful of athletes on Indiana, but um, they, they make the same boneheaded mistakes. Like Devontae Green, this was like basically the Devontae Green experience. 26 points, yeah. He was insane hitting everything, but then also had just like elementary turnovers that just, what are you doing? Just throwing the ball right. There's might as well just turn and drop kick the ball into the stands. Um, and that kind of stuff is the stuff that I think drives certainly me nuts, uh, except for today. And uh, uh, most Indiana fans nuts because that is that is like the one brand that Indiana, all Indiana fans want is fundamental basketball. Yes. God damn it. Take care of the ball, mm-hmm. play defense. Make the extra pass. Chest pass. These are things that are are, are non-negotiable. And they just never did that. Like, Indiana just never really got better at the little things throughout the season. And I think um, I, I would not be doing my job as a journalist if I did not call them out for just being a colossal disappointment this year. And we can't, and we have to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yes. And, you know, obviously. Other than that, great year. Uh, great obviously, year. a silver lining can be found in that. Uh, you know, it was Archie's first year, as we said at the start of the year. Sweat Michigan State, though. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they had their moments. Uh, no, I mean. I don't know. I, I don't really know what Indiana basketball is supposed to be because the identity mm-hmm. was lost when you lost Bob Knight. So it's like, where, mm-hmm. who, where, where is Indiana? What is come Indiana? home, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> come home, Bobby. I, I truly believe. I can't do Dick Vitale voice. It's too late. I, I've lost it. Uh, uh, could you imagine if he came back now? Yeah, that would be great. Maybe that would be the thing that would uh, strike everyone. He's just wearing a a "Make America Great Again" (laughs) (laughs) introductory press conference. (laughs) I got most of my Bob Knight knowledge from YouTube, and I got to be honest, I kind of like what I hear. (laughs) I got to like he's just somebody you don't look up to him, but you kind of want to listen. You know, he's dirty grandpa. You're absolutely (laughs) right. You're 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 hitting the nail on the head, Kyle. Is that he's content? Is what he is. Yes, he would be content if we had a podcast during the Bob Knight heyday. That's all we would talk about. He would be our Zion Williamson. That's all we talk Great about. Great for stand-up comedy. Like the right. Bush years, you know, it would be like the Bob Knight exactly. years. Bob exactly. Knight and Kevin Stallings on a staff together would be one of the best <laughs> things that we could ever come up with. Like, you know how oh they had the, God, like, the Team USA teams where they play like those little stupid qualifiers and it's like the random players that you forgot about are on the teams. Like, yeah. we need like Jeff Van Gundy and Bob Knight and of course Kevin Stallings to all be together on a staff. Maybe Patino, little Patino can come there. You know, that'd be great. Fill it out. Let's make that work. Bring bring Robert Montgomery Knight home. 
I don't know. Uh, said our, Satan. Said Satan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We got to talk about some other stuff. There's some big news involving. Uh, a, a, there's a colossal recruiting story involving a shoe <laughs> brand. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even get the words out. Georgia Tech and Russell Athletic are oh. tied up at a. I don't know if Russell. I, I. I don't want to disparage the good name of Russell. I think it's just Georgia Tech a recruit. But a, a story broke right before we got in here rec uh, to record about Georgia Tech. Um, and then we got to talk about some other stuff. Like there's some Will Wade developments as well. We'll, we'll talk about that. But first, we got to take a quick break. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor, Sonos. Meet Sonos Beam, the smart, compact soundbar for your TV and newest addition to the easy-to-use home sound system. I'll tell you this. We got two Sonos Beams sent to our office, myself, mm -hmm. Mark Titus. I apologize, Kyle, you didn't yeah, get one. Maybe two. Maybe next year we'll see what happens. Uh, but I plug that bad boy in. I'm able to play my music through my you know, Sonos Beam, walk around the house, do a little bit of cleaning, cooking, things I never what do, kind take of out the trash. What, what kind of music are we playing? What's your go-to song right now? You can play one song. Put you on the spot. Go. Stuck. Earth the game. Okay. People don't know. All right. Uh, with over 100 streaming services and airplay, Sonos lets you play everything you love and enjoy music, radio, movies, TV, podcasts, like One Shining Podcast, and more. Beam is easy to set up and connects to your TV with just one cord and syncs with your existing remote. It is pretty awesome. Plus, the Sonos app walks you through setup step by step. With built-in Amazon Alexa, you can enjoy hands-free control of your music and more. Connect Sonos speakers over Wi-Fi and listen anywhere in your house. Create the ultimate entertainment center when you pair Beam with a sub and two Sonos ones for truly immersive surround sound. Go to Sonos.com to learn more and order your Beam today. That is S-O-N-O-S.com. But wait. There's more. Uh, I already said this at the top, Tate. We need to talk about it again. Mm -hmm. It is the middle of March, which means the madness is almost upon us. Are you ready? As soon as you know who's in and who's out, head to Yahoo Sports to fill out your free bracket for a chance to have America's best bracket. This year, that bracket is worth $1 million. And remember, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be better than everyone else. Somebody is going to win this thing. Somebody is going to win, Tate. It's going to happen. Uh, it might as well be you if you're listening. So join the rest of the country for a chance at $1 million. You're going to be filling out a bracket anyway. You might as well try to win a million dollars. Help out our friends at Yahoo who provide us with great content on the show all the time. They are the holy, they have the holy trinity of bag dropping journalism over there. Yes. They're, they're breaking all these stories with the gavel and the basketball. Um, Pull out your gavels. Throw them a bone. Remember, there's no wrong way to fill a bracket out except for not filling one out at all. So sign up for Tourney Pick'em and get started. Go to yahoo.com slash best bracket to get picking. All right, Tay, we got to uh, talk about, we we're going to shift from the on-court stuff to the stuff that we talk about best. The thing that, <laughs> the, the thing that we've made our mark, we've, we've carved our niche. We should say just all, uh, as a note to the audience that is listening to this right now, this is a late night recording and talking about the actual basketball play that is going to change within eight hours. It's not going to do anybody. Uh, it's not right, going right, right. to be worth our time, your time, anyone's Anybody's time. time. Definitely not Kyle's time. not my time. Yeah. And so what will be our, worth It will be time? worth our sponsor's time. I'll say that <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> It'll be worth their Speaking time. Speaking of Bud Light. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it will be worth it. How, how, about how does LSU first? always end up in a Bud Light segment? But uh, LSU and Will Wade, that is what yeah. we can talk about because we got the headlines. And Will Wade has become... He kind of did our strategy of yes, like, I yes. did it. So what? Yes. Yes. That's he did it. He kind of did that. He, just he didn't say anything though. Yeah. He just kind of winked. Like that was they did. They put the camera on, they zoomed in, and instead of saying a word, he just winked at him. He released a statement today, and the statement was basically like, I don't he he, he never denied anything. <laughs> he didn't say like I didn't do anything wrong or I didn't do it. He played the the I believe in due process card. And he was just like, I did it. Listen, I definitely did this, but you have not adequately prove that I've done this yet. 
And also, we have a very good team this year that could potentially go to a Final Four. Ipso facto, reinstate me now. <laughs> and that was basically his logic in, in, in the statement that he released. He just said that he has a love for LSU and everything it stands for. Um, and then everyone was like, yeah, but Will, we don't know what you stand for. You got <laughs> What do you stand for? You have to say what you stand for. Uh, and, he, and he doesn't think it's appropriate. If you don't have the tapes, you must reinstate. <laughs> Reinstate Wait, the man. Reinstate yeah. states. Yes. You must reinstate. And he's taking a release va- the tapes or reinstate. Release the tapes or reinstate. He's taking a vow of silence. Yeah. I mean, like he's basically become a monk at this yeah. point. Uh he's like, I will not speak to you guys. Yeah. But also I'd love to work for you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's 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 something. We'll wade. Good good for you. I it, it's it's a hundred percent because LSU is good. Um that like if LSU was UCLA this year. And they were just, you know, they had some talent and and he he cheated to get these. I'm not saying UCLA cheated. Calm down, everybody. Uh, but if he cheated to get these guys and then they kind of didn't really mesh well together and they they went 20 and 14 or something, mm-hmm. he probably doesn't care. He's like, meh, you got me. Whatever. But he, he realizes, before I go, just give me one more. Yes. <laughs> just, just give me one more before one I go. One shiny moment. Just give me my one shiny moment before you, uh, yeah. He did the two things that you have to do whenever you, you're being uh, persecuted, prosecuted, whatever you want to say uh, in this line of work as far as bag dropping. Mm-hmm. You have to bring up two things that are being hindered. One, your constitutional rights. <laughs> <laughs> Am I being detained? Because everyone is like, hold up. Is the Constitution involved in this? Because <laughs> I got something to say about that. So especially in LSU, Louisiana, he brings up his constitutional mm. rights. So everyone's like, well, wait on. Oh, wait up a second. Yeah. They're taking his rights away. And he also said the right to do my job. Ooh, that's a good point. They took our jobs. <laughs> they, they're going to take his job. Right. When you say someone's going to take your job and they're also taking your constitutional rights, let me just tell you. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't all. like that. He makes and, a good point. And everyone is going to come to your defense. And now people, I mean, I was reading the message boards right now to see what LSU faithful. They are upset. They're not happy. <laughs> Bring him back. God, I love it. I, I, I love college scandals so much because. Now uh, he's the martyr. Now we're like, why are you punishing Will Wade? What great, did he do? He doesn't even know what he did. The great, he hasn't said the anything. great thing about all these college scandals and not just college basketball recruiting FBI stuff, just across the board, all college scandals, is that we learned that universally every single fan base is just as dumb as every other. <laughs> That's pretty much what we learned from this, is that LSU is losing their mind. You know that the LSU fans are, if you bring up, any any Alabama football player driving a car that's worth more than ten thousand dollars, they're they're just screaming, "Burn it down! Burn it down!" Like you know, you know that they're losing their minds over that. But then when there's a fucking wiretap of of Will Wade <laughs> saying he's making a strong ass offer, they're like, "You can't prove it. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong. Reinstate him." <laughs> it's so. It, but that's true of every single one of these every single one of these programs is that when it happens to everyone else, burn it down. When it happens to us. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> hold a second. You don't know. You just read a report. Who's responsible? I say, who's responsible for this unwarranted attack on my person? Uh, I want to say attorneys in general. I mean, I've watched a lot of things with attorneys talking to the media and how they handle and, and get around things. Like, liar, liar is, you know, a, a perfect example of how that all plays out. Wade's attorney said, we will be happy to meet with LSU once a federal criminal investigation concludes. Well, folks, that happens late April. Yeah, right. Guess what happens before that? The national yeah. championship. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> reinstate him. We'll talk to him after the tournament's done. Uh, release we'll the out. tapes uh, or reinstate. 
That's so good. I have a feeling uh, that could be something. We could we could we could make something of that. Um, and his attorney's name is McGovern, which also sounds like a fake name. That is definitely a fake name. McGovern. Uh, so pivoting from one scandal to another scandal, <laughs> another recruiting. Tim Miles tripping. Scandal. Who tripped? Oh, Tim. Him? <laughs> let's talk about Tim Miles for a second. I had this on the list. We got to we got to cover this anyway. Tim Miles. Um. Is there, is he the happiest coach on earth? This is a man who, like Tim Miles, I will, I will boil his philosophy towards coaching Nebraska right now. So Nebraska, for those who don't know, uh, Nebraska beats Rutgers in, on, uh, what was this, yesterday. Mm-hmm. They beat Rutgers yesterday on Wednesday, first round of the the uh, Big Ten tournament. Then they beat Maryland, big upset today, but he tripped, Races 69. He tripped against Rutgers running into the tunnel. Today he he jumps and like kind of makes fun of himself and how he didn't trip this time. They beat They beat Maryland. They play Wisconsin tomorrow, Friday. Uh, but but Tim Miles' whole philosophy right now as the coach of Nebraska is they can't fire me twice. He knows that he's getting fired once at yes. the end of the season. Yes. So he's like, fuck it, I'm going to have fun because <laughs> like anything I do on the sidelines, I trip, I make a fool of myself. Anything I say in interviews, like Instead he's after, of a lame duck, he's a fun duck. Yeah, he's you know? a fun duck, dude. He's like, he's like, he, he goes to press conferences. He went on Goodman's podcast. He's talking about like, yeah, I'm going to get fired. I'm a millionaire. What are you going to do about it? Like, this is his whole man's attitude. I love it so much. And you notice like the people in the media eat the shit. He's already locked up good guy of the year because everyone in the media is just going nuts about how funny he is, how great of a guy he is. And it's true. He's an awesome guy. He's a great interview. But it's just so funny to watch him in, in a big stakes situation where it's like, dude, if you win three more games, you go into the NCAA tournament and you salvage your job and everything's fine. He's like, nah, I'm fired. He's like, I'm no, definitely he's fired. Like, I'm fired. <laughs> You're messing with me. I'm definitely fired. So I'm going to have some fun. <laughs> he's like bought a house in LA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm, going, I'm going to the West Coast. Like, yeah, go back to Colorado. Yeah. Who cares? We'll see what happens. I do think, uh, I saw a lot of people claiming that the trip was uh, it was a uh, he did it on purpose like it was a yeah. purposeful like the Jennifer Lawrence like you know he failed to be cool it was a Willy Wonka yeah, where he yeah. walks out and <laughs> yeah. trips and then does the spin and goes ta da yeah and everyone was supposed to like that was a way to endear himself to the audience because everyone's like Tim Miles is angling instead of saying it like how we look at it which is this guy's fired and having a good time people are like he's trying to sell himself to the Ooh, next place a, okay like a, like a Tom Crean would in this type of situation yeah. and I don't think that he's doing that I think that he is. Office space, and it's actually gotten hypnotized, and it's just having a great time. When he told Jeff Goodman, I'm a millionaire, I think he really meant it, and he was just like, I don't care where life takes me from here. He literally I'm rich said, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I've and I've been rich in Nebraska, so like, not only am I a millionaire, I was a millionaire in Nebraska, where the cost of living is nothing, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm really rich, and I'll be fine. The cost I'm of good. living is hundreds. Yeah, it's great. I have millions. So, uh, I hope this continues. I hope they beat Wisconsin tomorrow only because I just want the content that comes out of this. And Tim Miles, just like, like if they make it to the championship game, does he then shift and like actually take it seriously and realize? But I don't think so. I think he wants to actually get fired. He's ready to go. As you said, he's probably got his next house picked out, his whole retirement plan or whatever his next. Yes. He's probably got it all figured out. He will be in the U-Haul. Yeah. And he will do the... And they're, they're going to like, they're going to call him in and be like, Tim, we're going to give you one more year. And he's going to be like, are you sure? Do you, uh, No. Don't do that. And we remember do we remember the good guy, Bill Moose, his athletic director that came yeah. out and was basically like, yeah, I really don't like the guy. Wink, wink. He's going to get fired. And then yeah. someone asked him why his AD wasn't at the game. So he's like, ah, he's busy. He's got he's like busy. a spring game, all types of other stuff he's worried about. Really great guy, though. <laughs> Love him to death. Wish he could be here. Going to send him a text after the game. Uh, so Bill Moose is definitely in the camp of Tim Miles is getting fired. I have no doubt in my mind that we could get Tim Miles on this podcast. I have no doubt, no in, my doubt mind, in my mind Bill Moose does not know who we are. <laughs> That's true. I, I also believe that. 
Uh, so where were we? We were, we were going on to the next scandal. The uh, uh, before you you intervened with the Tim Miles talk. Um, Georgia Tech. The yes. news broke tonight that Georgia Tech is involved in a major re- recruiting scandal. There are two major infractions, uh, t- two violations that major that they are uh, being being hit with here. Um, and one of them, you didn't really read the story, did you? No. One I, of them I, was I, wearing I Russell Athletic. It. Yeah, one of them was wearing Russell Athletic. Uh, this was happening as we were watching Zion, so Tate was distracted and just had his jaw dropped and was like... I'm like, will the man miss? Yeah, will he ever miss? Does he miss? Um, so... I was skimming through it, and here's what I found. Basically, uh, an assistant took recruits to a strip club, which I don't think is actually illegal. I think it was like he paid for lap dances, which we, we might get like— I want to. S- do we know what strip club? Is it Magic City? It's a great question. Mm. We uh, Atlanta strip clubs are are good, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that they were once upon a They're time. They're good, right? Like Magic City Mondays in 2007 yeah. is probably—but now it's corporate. Like I think yeah. Magic City Monday is like sponsored by Complex or something now at this point. What are the strip clubs? Is Montreal and Atlanta, are those the ones that everyone talks about? Montreal is where I did my brother's bachelor party. It's so funny. Like what— what makes a city have a good be a good strip club city? Like, how do you do that? Like, if you're the mayor of a city and you're like, I want us to be the not strip club. Not a lot capital, of laws. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Less Just laws. Like, yes. What do you do to make it? As long as yeah. your constitutional rights. Are <laughs> <right>. <laughs> More constitutional rights. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what they care about in cities with good strip clubs. Uh, constitutional rights. So we, we might get a we might get another thing. Like, you remember the Louisville Hooker thing where um, the NCAA's yes. report they they were like very academic with what the violation was. They weren't like, uh, you were in violation of statutory rape, which is just bad, and we're going to punish you because of that. They were like, you, uh, this would, they, they put dollar amounts on the, the the lap dances that the hookers and were given in the dorm. You know, do you yes, remember this? Yes. They were like, in the report, it was like, that is a $75 violation. It was so funny. That's probably what's going to end up happening here is you're going to get a breakdown of like, you have a, a five-minute lap dance that is worth $107. That is an impermissible benefit. I just saw Josh Pastor decline comment already. Did you so, really? Yeah, so he's they, already yeah, he's already declining comment. So he's going to pull uh, the Will Wade where you just take a vow of silence. The juicier part of this, the, that's the funny part. So we have a funny part and a juicy part. The funny part was the strip club thing. The juicy part that I saw was uh, one of the violations involved Ron Bell, who was mm. the guy who was Pastor's former friend who blackmailed him. They had what was that like a couple years ago? Was it two years ago? I want to say when the when the news yeah, was yeah when he was getting when he extorted. Was, yeah, he was getting extorted, and um, there's a that whole thing was going on. That's uh, that's one of the the legs of this story is that Ron Bell was basically paying for flights and and shoes and all sorts of other stuff for Georgia Tech players, Georgia Tech recruits and players. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. And I also, monitor that situation I, as you're t- as you're talking about this. I'm looking up all the people involved, and it's Josh Kogi. Who yeah. is a Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolf, really good player, great player yep. in the NBA, had a great career. Uh, was basically the better version of an Amon Shumpert at Georgia Tech, if that would make any sense. Maybe a better BJ Elder. Who's to say? Uh, but Tadrick Jackson also uh, was involved in this, a guy that plays and is a really good basketball player. They try to get someone from Memphis, Marco Crawford, to transfer with cash. Mm-hmm. And it's all Pastner. Who's <laughs> involved huh. in all this? Hmm. Your thoughts, Josh? Hmm, Josh, uh, no comment. I got to coach this game. Uh, I have <laughs> constitutional rights. I didn't see the report. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm I, monitoring I, it closely, though. I didn't see the report. Um, there's also this part of the scandal. So you know, we, we were talking on the last pod about uh, Aunt Becky and that whole <laughs> the whole college thing. And that, that I love story. like when you first. I will say this: when you first introduced this story to me, you were like Aunt Becky 
And in, in my mind, I was like, there's no way that everyone's going to call Lori Laughlin Aunt Becky. And every Literally single headline is like, I'm on Snapchat. It's like, Aunt Becky's like out here dropping cash. I go to Instagram. It's like sponsored posts. Aunt, Aunt Becky, Becky drops the bag. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Aunt Becky's everywhere. Uh, So one of the things we missed as we were just laughing about Aunt Becky and mm-hmm. the bag moms and and Felicity Huffman, um, there, there was a rink. Jeff Eisenberg of Yahoo pointed this out that the guy who was taking the test for these kids that singer, yeah, uh, no, 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 Mark Riddell was his name. One, oh, one of the guys, one okay, of the guys, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah. one of the guys named Mark Riddell was taking these tests for the kids. He was he was arrested for all this. Um, he is the director of college college entrance prep at IMG Academy in Florida. IMG Academy has produced some notable basketball players, Jonathan Isaac. Trevon Duval. Duval. Uh, yeah. Where did Triv- Trevon Duval play? Hmm. Huh. Hmm. I was, gonna, I was trying to think of the also, G League team he plays you know for. What else? Uh, you know who else was played there? Uh, Torian Green. <laughs> Member of the 2007 national champion, Florida Gators. Vacate the title. That's what I'm saying. Give us, give us our title. Give us our title. You know who else played there? I'm a national champion. That's what I learned through this. Maria Sharapova. Hmm. Take those titles away. So that could get juicy uh, if if uh, some of these guys were were getting their their SATs taken for. Let's be quite honest and quite frank. Most of these guys are getting their SAT scores taken. No, yes. hold on. Let's as someone who was asked on multiple <laughs> occasions to take other people's SAT scores for for much lower stakes. <laughs> Definitely not five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Definitely two Snickers bars and you know a couple like cokes on a Wednesday. It happens. It, it happens. It happens. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we will monitor that situation as well. Uh, it never stops. Um, what? What? Uh, other than the ACC tournament, what tournament is grabbing your eye right now? What's the most interesting one other than the ACC to you? I mean, I think the the race for the one seed is what's interesting to me. It's not even about the conference. Yeah, I would agree. It's, with that. It, it's basically the three ACC teams that are all. So it's the first time we've had three top five seeds in the final four of in the semifinals of a conference tournament. That's in the ACC. Yeah. So we got those three to, to to look at, which there's a chance that they could be the three one seeds, depending on what happens. How about just give all four? Like Gonzaga lost, that opened the door. Let Florida <laughs> State be the fourth one seed. Just to give all four. Let's to the just ACC. call it why the not? ACC tournament. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That why not just why not just cancel the whole tournament? It's in Greensboro. They yeah. <laughs> all the games are in Greensboro. Jim Beheim refuses to play. He brings yeah. back the NIT. Yeah, that'd be great. Perfect. Yeah, Mike Bray is like. Mike Bray's already on a beach somewhere, and he gets the call. They're like, "Hey, we changed the we changed the the NCAA tournament format. It's, we're just running back to ACC tournament." He's like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, I'm not coming back for that." He just cackles like, and laughs. <laughs> Matt Farrell's next to him. Yeah. Fluger, be great. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about the one seed race then. Um, which is now it's, it's it's Kentucky is fighting for a one seed. Michigan State has a chance to be a one seed. What has changed between Tuesday and now? Anything? I don't think so. I think Duke and I think Duke and Carolina have kind of locked it up. Like if Zion coming back pretty much locks it up for Duke. I think yes. I think even if Duke loses to Carolina for the third time, all that means is that Carolina is also a one seed along with Duke. Mm-hmm. Because if you think that the committee is not going to give Duke a one seed when at full strength their only loss was on a neutral floor to Gonzaga by two points. Who is also a one seed. You're out of your school. Yes. They are definitely going to give Duke a one seed no matter what happens the rest of the And ACC that is tournament. why I think Kay was totally fine yeah. with, with with Carolina playing without Zion in those two games. Virginia is obviously definitely getting a one seed. I think Gonzaga is still definitely getting a one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carolina is. I really do think it's going to be the three ACC teams. And I think that it should be because they're probably... The, those are probably the four best teams in the country. So is Carolina the one seed in the Midwest then? 
That's where it gets interesting. Yes. Because I feel like Big Ten country, there's no way that will fly. That'll get interesting. Who It's going to be, Virginia is definitely the east in D.C. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga is definitely the west. And then you got uh, Duke Can- will be the Kansas south. City and Louisville, which is the midwest and south. And who's the south between Duke and Carolina? Duke will get That's the south. pretty much what they're playing for tomorrow. Exactly. Who gets the south? Yeah. And the, uh, I guess the one exception would be like if Duke beats Carolina by 40, they're probably going to be a two. But that wouldn't happen, would it? I don't think there's any world in which there's Carol- no way, if Carolina yeah. loses this game on no. a Chris Jenkins like shot. There's no way that Carolina will be a one seed, is what I think. But what are the, there's no way they'd lose by like a lot though. You don't think Kyle? You don't think there's any chance? Oh, that, man, don't put that no on me. Way. Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby? There's no way. Could you imagine? I mean, can you imagine? We we saw <laughs> it. We saw Kentucky. What could happen? That's oh man. That is the only thing I would say. And there could be a chance if you played a team without a guy and you know how to beat them without the, without mm-hmm. said guy. And you've had, I don't know, let's say 30 and 15 against two other guys that can't guard you. And then you go into this game and it's like, oh, well, damn, the number one pick's about to guard me? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's a little different. Uh, Florida State beat Virginia Tech today as well in the ACC tournament. That was a good game. That was probably the game of the day across all these, uh, at least the game that I saw of the day, um, <laughs> which, is, which is all that matters to me. Welcome uh, to West Coast yeah, basketball. I, know, right? I watched one and a half games. So that was definitely, no, I'm, I watched more than that. I was watching games all day. But, uh, the uh, Florida State hits a three to send it to overtime. And then mm-hmm. Terrence Mann hits like the dumbest shot ever with three. It was so, as he was shooting, I was like, what are you? Oh, okay. 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 He made it. Um, but yeah, Florida State chugging along. I feel like they're flying under the radar a little bit. Not in the ACC tournament, just the fact that they went to the Elite Eight last year. They brought back a, a, most of their guys, not all of them. Um, they've been pretty good this year. Interesting team. And I think they, no one's they, talking about. That. And I think they proved that they were the fourth best team in the ACC by beating Virginia. Obviously, that was the four yeah. five game. Buzz Williams. I mean, he got a lot of, I guess, buzz. I guess Ooh, would be the right okay. word to say, right? You like that? Uh, with the ACC coach of the year vote and all that sort of stuff, and you know, everyone's kind of hyped up on what Virginia Tech could do. But it was a nice win for Florida State. And you also have to remember, there's always one of those ACC teams that people forget about, like a Notre Dame. Where they just make those elite eight runs and then they kind of run out of gas, which mm-hmm. I could see Florida State. They did it last year. Obviously, we remember Leonard Hamilton with Dana, you know, after the game when right, he just right. kind of loses his mind. And, right. and that all thing. So they have a chance, I think, to make a run in the tournament. But uh, six man of the year, Kevin Golly is the guy that really stands out to me. Florida State. Okay. Who would have thought the big man, six man of the year coming off the day? I was watching that Georgetown. This has nothing to do with Florida State. I was watching that Georgetown uh, Seton Hall game. Miles Powell, at one point, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, actually, I'm going to look this up. At one point, he was outscoring Georgetown himself. Um, he had like 26, and Georgetown had 25. He was like, he was doing the Zion, but no one cares because he's not Zion. He scored 29 in the first half, but then he only finished with uh, 31 because it was, no. such a, it was such a blowout <laughs> that, uh, yeah, they didn't really know him. But yeah, he, he was killing 29 in the first half. But no, we, I don't think anyone really noticed because Zion was doing Zion things. Um, what else do we need to hit? What else? What, do I have what on else? List? Yeah. What else is on your list? Of I have uh, Ernie Kent was fired. Oh. Washington State. Do we care? Pour one out for Ernie. Uh, what if I if I told you to name the Pac-12 schools still playing in the Pac-12 tournament? Bob Hurley, Arizona State. They yeah. That's uh, what I got. I know they that, beat UCLA, right? Yes, that is the team that I am all in on. I'm on the Hurley bus. Okay. Whatever that means. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, Ernie Kim was fired. Washington State uh, has a job opening. Tony Bennett used to coach at Washington State. Bring it home. He has not said no to the job. Just mm-hmm. something to think about. Um, Pat Chambers, this this is noteworthy to me. Pat Chambers, Penn State coach, probably should have been fired like three years ago, has squeaked out another year. The, the AD has already come out and said that he'll be back next year. Wait, maybe, what? Maybe he's got a Chambers of Secrets. Wait, what? 
we were hearing uh we were hearing rumblings of a certain man being connected to the Penn State job. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Should we say it? Or should, can. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, should we say it or should we uh do the journalism thing where you're like, oh, oh yeah, you know, and then you like move on and then everyone listening gets really frustrated that we're not gonna say. Yeah, let's just not say it. Oh yeah. Uh, let's just let's just get him really frustrated. Mm-hmm. Um and then NATO just signed an extension of Buffalo. That's pretty noteworthy. That uh he he's probably gonna stick around at Buffalo. He's buying in. He's uh he's, he's doing the Greg Marshall. We should know. I'm pretty sure like Steve Alford signed like a 10-year extension at New Mexico like a month before he took the UCLA job. But, but. Uh, NATO does not Steve That was Alford, just to so. show your value in yeah. the marketplace. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Just to put it out there to the world. Uh, also, quickly, you mentioned Tony Bennett. Virginia blew out NC State today. Kyle yeah. Guy was unbelievable. Uh, I think he was like 9 for 13 in this game. Had 29 points. It was all over the place. He we're was like talking, talking to Tony Bennett, telling him what was going on in the game, like yelling mm-hmm. at the bench. And they were like, that's what you love to see. You love to see your player telling the coach what's up. And I was right. like, Tony is giving the reins away. I love it. Uh, NC State had a good game with Clemson mm. uh, yesterday before to, to to advance. I don't think NC State's making the tournament. Unfortunately, we got we got to look up Pack Pride and see see their thoughts on everything. See, upset, see how, yeah. Very upset. I thought I thought. I mean, I said it on the podcast like halfway through the year. I was like, this team, this NC State team's fun. They feel different. They feel like they're not going to fall victim to the NC State shit. As 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 Pack Pride has deemed it, I think it was Pack Pride that, that calls it NC State. Hashtag NC State. Yes, yeah. yes. My yeah. cousin was sending me that during that yeah. game. Yes. Uh, this team felt different, and then uh, hashtag NC State shit happened. Yeah, and then Clemson, Clemson. Yeah, I mean, Clemson. It, it, it was the ultimate back and forth to see who would do uh, the dirty to each other, and it worked out for NC State for this time. And I will point out the RPI is killing NC State. Uh, Seth Davis put out NC State has the weakest schedule of the major conference. I think in all of college basketball, yeah. we're the weakest. But then the NC State guys are saying, well, we're number 32 it is, in net. So it it's, is funny. It is, it's going to be a crazy I love this time of out. year when these coaches live in their own little bubbles and they think that they're definitely a tournament team. Kevin like, Keats is like, yeah. I'm 9-9 nine nine in the ACC. Yeah. What do you mean I'm not going to make the tournament? Right. I'm 500 in the hardest league in basketball. And everyone's like, yeah, you're 500. And they think all the experts are wrong. Like mm-hmm. all the, 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 there's no way. All these projections say we're out, but, but you're wrong. If you, I've been watching my team all year. We look like a tournament it's team. It's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> Uh, we're talking a lot about the ACC, but uh, it's because that's really the, only, the first of all, it's the best conference. But secondly, they start kind of a uh, day before, you know, like the SEC, the Big Ten are are ending on Sunday. But the, the, the so tomorrow the Big Ten will get interesting. Tomorrow's when the real Big Ten teams start playing. Tomorrow's when Kentucky and Tennessee start playing in the SEC tournament. And so I can't wait to support Coach Holman. It'll be a good game. Yeah. It'll be great. Uh, final thoughts before we go. You got anything else? One last thing we got to point out. Kyle's guy uh, and, and our guy, the godfather himself, Kyle State Northridge, a team that we were, uh, we're going to call him Kyle State Northridge. This is Kyle's team. <laughs> great. Uh, they go out in the tournament. They lose in the Big West tournament. So mm. we're going to pour one out for the godfather. Mm. We don't know if we'll see him on the sidelines again. We don't know if we'll see him Ever again. Ever again. Uh, <laughs> Anywhere. It is called Cabo for a reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So poor one now, Kyle. We're, we apologize. But Lamine Janae, uh going to be a star in the NBA. Kyle, we need you to do – we should do a bit uh, where you have um, you have your – I don't know how to – the the belt, right? Like we do this at Grant Lane in the oh, ring yeah. where it's like who's the action movie belt guy or whatever. We need the Kyle's guy belt where uh, you have to still be in the tournament and it just gets passed around to like the guy that's still surviving. It's like, <laughs> Janae is out. Torn Dorn is probably going to be out. Out. Yeah. Probably out. So like you at the start of the tournament, we, we, when we cover the first round games, you assign your guy. He, he remains your guy until a new guy comes along. And then, yeah. And then at the end of the tournament, we crown 
Brad Calipari. Brad Calipari. When Kentucky wins <laughs> when it all. Kentucky wins it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should do that. You, you right. have to figure out some new guys. Basically, okay. what I'm saying is like, you're going to have to actually watch some of these games and you can't just come in and be like, yeah, Lamine Janae again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Perfect. Um, all right. That's it. That's the show. We are we're doing a, uh, a show on Sunday. We're going to do a podcast immediately after the bracket is released that will be uh that's always our biggest show every year isn't it Absolutely. that's the one that everyone wants to listen yeah. to they want the they want the gambling advice they want the who was snubbed all that kind of stuff uh we we will we will touch on maybe not maybe maybe not the conference if something interesting happens in the conference tournament play but we'll probably pivot towards the NCAA well, tournament we'll talk about it care? as we get the you know like with the seating we'll be able to break down what actually happened yeah now. yeah we'll we'll talk about it a little bit i mean like if zion goes 36 for 36 from here for the rest, i'll probably want to talk about that performance obviously i probably will not obviously <laughs> probably won't. make sure um, you uh, wrap up your st patrick's day plans early so you can get this pod yeah yeah we 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 are going to be start at 6 end at 3 goddamn right. we might have to cut Kyle's mic on on sunday night <laughs> i'm going to be loose fellas yeah. i'm going to be loose yeah oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we'll be back Sunday. We're we're doing that. We are also doing on Monday. We are going to be doing a live stream where Tate and I will be as a team filling out a bracket uh, on Periscope, on Twitter, whatever it is, on the Ringers, whatever Twitch, yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, so check that out. We we are going to disagree. We are going to like <laughs> fill out the bracket, and then we're going to look at it as we're all said and done, and just be like. Did, did we really pick Texas Tech to win the whole thing? <laughs> yeah. What just happened? What could go wrong? Uh, so if you want to watch us do that, that'll be fun. We're doing that on Monday. Um, and then we are we are gearing up. We are doing a shit ton of podcasts for the NCAA tournament. So if we understand that there's a lot going on, there's a lot of games to watch. You can't listen to all of them. We don't care. We're mm-hmm. putting them out anyway. Mm-hmm. Somewhere out there exists a man who is going to listen to every word we say. And to that man, I say, Hey, Jim you. Cunningham. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> to that man, I say, Thanks, Dad. It really means a lot. Um, no, so we're we're just gonna put out. We're just gonna keep pumping out pods. And uh, if you want to listen, listen. If you want to skip it because your team lost and you don't want to hear us making fun of them, that's fine too. Just press play it. and then you know go about your day. We get it. Yeah. Just just yeah. Just press play and, and don't listen. Put it on mute and <laughs> yeah. and, and give us the yeah, fudge the numbers. We we need the, yeah, numbers. Fudge yeah. the numbers. Help us out a little bit. Uh, all right. So that's it. We'll be back Sunday. Uh, good luck to all of you guys in the NCAA tournament. Go Bucks. <laughs> nice. Thanks again to Sonos being the smart, compact soundbar for your TV and newest addition to the easy-to-use sound system. I'll tell you this, Sonos Beam made my life a lot easier. Able to watch, listen, do everything at home, uh, and even enjoy my own music. Not my own podcast, but that would be weird. Go to Sonos.com to learn more and order your Beam today. That's S-O-N-O-S.com, S-O-N-O-S.com, Sonos. Which podcaster at The Ringer is most likely to listen to themselves podcast, and why is it Chris Vernon? (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.